Hey folks, what's up? You're listening to Real Laughs right here on 104.1. I am Mike Hurley, joined in virtual studio by Mr. James Jean and Mr. Ken Miller tonight. James, how you doing, man? I'm feeling pretty darn good, my friend. Uh, we just had a really great taping uh, for Funny Not Famous. It went really well. Shout out to Mr. Titan Mike and Catherine Maloney. Killing it. Nice, nice. Yeah, it was. It was really good. And you know what? I I was actually impressed because I've known Tight Mike for years and years and years. Uh, I've known Catherine for years, and I never thought about having the two of them on the same show, but they really complimented each other well. Like, I know it's a separate taping and everything for each of their specials, but, man, I would actually go see a show with those two on it again anytime. They were just hysterical. Both of them brought it. Uh, Ken Miller. Couldn't be prouder. (laughs) Ken Miller, how you doing, man? I'm good, man. How we missed you, brother. It was your it was your oldest birthday, right? Yeah, my favorite son, uh, Aiden. <laughs> uh, he hit 11. Uh, his birthday was on Saturday, and I had a gig Saturday night, so we kind of did some stuff around the house uh, on Saturday, just kept it low-key, and then Sunday I took the whole day to kind of hang out with him, so I missed recording. But, yeah, man, I couldn't ask for a bare day. You know, usually we try to do something for the kids, like we either hit up medieval times or do the theme parks or Pirates Dinner Theater, but uh, – Baby's mom is just kind of still wary about COVID. So we just kept it a, you know, close family hang around the house day. But, you know, the funny thing at that age, they don't seem to mind, man. Just, you know, cake, presents, the basics, and they're good to go. Yeah, Yeah, that's how Junior was, bro. Junior was like, I just want a pizza. Like every year for his (laughs) birthday. I'm not, I'm not BSing y'all. He wanted pizza. That was it. He didn't, he wasn't looking for nothing else. Like, dude, every year we get him a pizza, put a candle in the middle. Buy him some Jordans, and hey, he was he was cool. Now my daughter, every year until she turned maybe thirteen, she had a themed birthday party. Mm-hmm. There was some type of theme to it. it was Build a Bear or or My Little Pony or SpongeBob. But you know her younger sister, um, her birthday is the sixteenth, and Jazzy is the twenty sixth. So they would have a birthday party together. So it was Aww. always like a little childish nice. thing. But now that my she's a teenager, she's like, "Look, I don't want. I want a birthday party with guns and drugs now." Like, wait, wait. Oh a, wow, hey, it's a Republican yeah, party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, wow. it's Jane. <laughs> hey, she wants the yeet. She wants the yeet. yeet no yeet. cap party. <laughs> this party's yeah. been sponsored by the NRA. All right. Yeah. So yeah. So now that she's older, bro, she's she's like that now. She's like Kenny now. She's like, yeah, it's my birthday, cool. But the baby girl, you know, Layla wants yeah. a. You know, princes and, and and Star Wars, you know, stuff like that. So that's cool that he's eleven. He's like, ah, Bro, cake could be I'm, cool. I'm like Mike's oldest. I don't celebrate birthdays like that anymore. I am so simple and done with parties. All I want is pizza and I want to see a movie and I'm the happiest person on the planet. I don't want nothing extravagant. I don't want nothing extra. Just leave me alone. That's my birthday parent present. You, that's all I want, man. You know, it's it's weird because the way I was brought up, I look back now and I really appreciate how much my parents did for me and my two brothers because like we didn't have a lot of money by any stretch of the imagination but i remember they always threw birthday parties for me they always there were kids from my class you know we were always at a park or we went to the roller skating rink or something like that the issue with my two kids uh we did a lot of birthday parties when my oldest was younger because his mom worked at the daycare where he was going to school so she was friends with like all the parents of all his friends knew all the kids and knew all the teachers uh, my kids' birthdays could not fall on worse dates for kids' birthdays to be on. My oldest kid's birthday is um, right when summer begins. 
it's like that first week of summer. So even, you know, he was going to class and everything, but once school ends, kids go their separate ways. It's almost yeah. impossible to get people, you know, locked in. So over the years, like birthday parties have been like pretty kind of small because kids just, they leave, they go on vacation. And then my youngest, his birthday is January 7th. So it's like right there when the Christmas break is going on, you know, they do uh new year's and then everybody's like, you're not even back in school yet. So having kids with birthdays, who's line up with school breaks, it's kind of hard to get people to come over. But then I realized that my kids really don't like other kids at all. Like they're perfectly <laughs> content. Like if I give them the choice of like, Hey guys, do you want to have a party with like six or seven of your friends? And we'll go to like, uh, you know, I'll, I'll rent out like some arcade or something like that. Or do you guys want to just like, go ahead and we'll go to one of the theme parks for the day. They're like, Oh, theme park all day long. Forget my friends. They can buy me something at school. We do cupcakes. We're done. You know? So I don't know, man. I kind of feel like I'm, I'm, I kind of feel like I'm not doing as good as my parents did by organizing and having the parties. But at the same time, they're happy as heck. So yeah, does it they make don't a care, difference? man. Well, hey, hey, be, be, be lucky, bro. You could be, you could have your baby mama or wife be LaShawn and we celebrate <laughs> this birthday all September. Like you could and, be that person. And, like, <laughs> And that's the other thing I was going to ask, Ken. I didn't really think about it until you pointed out the way that your son's good with like just pizza and some Jordans and your yeah. princess. Do you think that factors in somehow down the road to like when you and I have a birthday or any of us have a birthday, it's like, hey, happy birthday. Oh, you bought me a drink or a card? Oh, my gosh. I'm overwhelmed at the I'm amount over, of I'm happy, man. Like, like, I'm happy. Every girl I've known is like, this is my birthday month. So month, here's what we're saying. No, you get a month. day. <laughs> you get a day. And you work that day. You no longer Bruh. get that day. Bro, let so, me tell you something, man. My wife gets angry with me because she's like, what do you want to do your birthday? It's dinner and movie. But it's a birthday. It's another day that you're alive. We have to do this. <laughs> we're, hey, we're, we're going to get Elon Musk. We're going to get a Tesla. We're going to the moon. Elon, um, you're going to get Elon Musk. <laughs> yeah, we're, taking, we're going to the moon. Like, I'm just telling you, yeah. birthdays are, I think the last really crazy birthday I had was my 30th. My boy Angel threw me a 30th birthday party, and I know it because I got so drunk when he drove me home, I threw up in my bed. I took all the stuff and oh. threw it in the bathtub, right? I, I, dude, I, was, I was just divorced, and mm -hmm. I had to work the next morning at 7. When I woke up, it was 1.30 p.m. <laughs> it was, wow. I done missed the whole work day, bro. Wow, <laughs> wow. That, that's, that's the last good one. Well, yeah. the last also... Good one. Also joining us in studio tonight, just popping in, Miguel Colon Jr. Miguel, how you doing, man? What's up, man, guys? I heard you guys talking about the birthday month. That's a that's a horrible one, man, because they're, they're like, it's my birthday month, all mm -hmm. month. And I'm like, it's, it's, the title is birthday. Yeah. Day is in the title. It's like also when people <laughs> are like, this is our four-month anniversary. I'm like, any annual mm -hmm. is in the title. Yeah. So you can't have no four month anniversary is a year, birthday is a day. You know, you get a weekend out of it, cool man. If it lands on a Friday, but it, it, some people too extreme with it. You what know, age if did I stop caring about birthdays though? What mm. age did I stop caring about birthdays? I'll be honest, man. Like, uh, it it all depends on if you're in a relationship or not. Because mm. when you're in a relationship and you've given like her a good birthday. You like, she better do something for me for my birthday. I don't care yeah. if it's small or stupid. Mm -hmm. You just need something. 
Mm-hmm. But when you're alone, you're like, yeah, it's another day I'm old. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to go somewhere. Uh, James, I want to say, honestly, I think 21. 21, when I was like, I'm 21, I made it. I didn't get killed like everybody else in my neighborhood. I ain't in jail. Wow. I, you, you know what most yeah. young black men that think from the hood. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and you know, until I got with Sean, my wife, I didn't really celebrate birthdays like that because I was mm-hmm. single. So I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go downtown to the other bar and get drunk. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Or, or, or I'm, I was usually on the road doing comedy. I always mm-hmm. made sure I was doing comedy on my birthday, but now my wife like, ain't no comedy. We're going to the moon. Elon Musk is on his way to get Elon us, son. <laughs> hey, that's going what, that's, to the moon, that's son. That's one that gets me too, though. It's like when people hijack your birthday and you like, ooh, they're like, whatever you'd like. you like, okay, let's be real. I think it'd be cool. Let's get an Airbnb in Clearwater, and then there's a steakhouse I want to go to. Mm. We can't do that. I'm like, don't ask me. Don't yeah. ask me. Don't ask yeah. me. Yeah. Hey, That's Miguel, we love. can't do that. It's an Airbnb on the moon. Again. Yeah. <laughs> we are going to the moon, Kenneth, and I'm just like, all right, like y'all. I put my. I'm like, hey guys, I can't make it to the show this Monday. I'm putting my ass big on. Hey, funny enough, guys, hey, this is out of nowhere, but I had a dream one time that I was going to the moon, but, like, the space shuttle, just like, the, the, the room I was in in the space shuttle just looked like an apartment, right? And I was looking out the window, and I was like, man, I'm going to be in the moon. And then I realized that I wasn't going to be able to open a door or a window for, like, the entire trip, and I started getting all nervous, like, I'm stuck in here. I'm stuck in this apartment going to the moon. And I woke up, when you, with a, you know, the first couple seconds you waking up, you still, like, dream freaking? I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I was like, and I started thinking about it, like, astronauts are in little bubble boxes with masks yeah. on. I was yeah. freaking out because I was in an apartment going to the moon. <laughs> 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 and it wasn't rent control. Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. Oh, oh, no. What if a Jehovah's Witness comes knocking the moon door? I open it up, my eyeballs get sucked out. You know what uh, else kind of ruined birthdays for me, though? I think Facebook. I think Facebook uh, kind of took a lot of the luster out of it. Because before, yeah. I always felt like my birthday was like my special day. And once you start getting a good group of friends, like I only got like 3,500 people on Facebook. But every year my birthday rolls around, and I realize like 20 of them have the same birthday as me. Yeah. And I'm just like, and then I look at the list, and I'm like, I don't even like half these people. You know, it's like, mm. do I have to wish them a happy birthday? You ever have someone, like, hijack your birthday? Like, just someone a little bit more I'm popular my, than you gets all the credit for your birthday, and you're just my, like... My birthday doesn't have that. I do sometimes, like, you, you, you ever just check when you get when it's your birthday on Facebook, and you look through, and you're just, like, looking through the people. And sometimes I've just been scrolling through. I'm like, good, good, good. And then I'm like, where's... uh? Where's so and so? Yeah. Where's my, where's my birthday love? Hold up, hold up, hold up. Uh, you get an attitude. Yeah. Like, yeah. wait a minute. Yeah. And you can always hey, do the birthday hey, do, you guys, do you guys wish everybody a happy birthday? Nope. I, tr- no. I try to. There's man. no I way. Do. There's I no try. way. Nope. I don't wish everybody whose birthday is on it. I try to wish the people that I'm like, I think I'm supposed to at least yeah. keep. I, it's almost like <laughs> treaties, like national treaties. Yeah. Hey, if she's fine, though, I don't care if I don't know her. I'm like, hey, girl. Happy yeah. birthday. Hey, no, but I got a good one though, Mike. Mm-hmm. Do you check to make sure they ain't dead before you wish oh, happy birthday? Because wow. I have done that, bro. I wish somebody happy birthday and Ross Pageant text me like, hey, bro, that dude been dead for like two years, bro. Oh, <laughs> wow. And I was like, Ooh. one time I wished the lady happy birthday and her daughter put the angry face. And I said, like, mm-hmm. why would she do that? And I went and looked and everybody was like, rest in heaven. And I was like, click, unfriend her. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, Not delete and, the post. Unfriend. Unfriend her. <laughs> and on that and on that same topic, look, it, you know, I've had this happen two or three times, and it's terrible to lose a friend. It's terrible to see someone you know pass away. Can, can people stop getting on their account to make the announcement? Like, there's been twice now that, like, people from beyond their grave have announced that they have passed away. So I'm, like, halfway through going, we're sad to notify you about the loss of them. Like, wait a minute. Oh, you. You're dead. You're yeah. dead. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 you oh. are the one oh, that passed man. away. You know, Facebook, need, Facebook needs to, if you die, you, your account needs to be deleted. Like your account should be because I yeah I now nah, dog let it I go. I would I would agree, but my homie Dante's brother and his family are like us. They're real lighthearted and dark. And his brother posted one time on 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 uh <laughs> well, well Kevin posted on Dante's account one time. Still dead, homies. Doctor Dre still Dre playing. <laughs> What time he also posted? Boo! <laughs> <laughs> they just like us, man. They 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 lighthearted people, man. That it's reminds so, me. We were we were in a news story, and there was a guy in Ireland who, at his funeral, he had a uh, like tape recorder put into his coffin. So when they were lowering him to the ground, it's like, "What are you doing?" I'm still in here, and you just see like these That's hundred funny. people start like laughing. He's like, "Oh, I'm gonna kill y'all when I get out of here." It was great. That's hey true. guys, don't go anywhere. When we get back here on Real Laughs, we're gonna be talking about celebrity boxing. That's right, we're gonna be discussing the Logan Paul Floyd Mayweather fight. So don't go anywhere. Right here on Real Laughs, one oh four point Hey, if you're looking for adult entertainment, then why would you go anywhere else but Grandview Live? Grandview Live Gentlemen's Club is the elite adult club of Daytona Beach and Volusia County. They're located in the heart of Daytona in the Sea Breeze Entertainment District. Now, they provide you guys with sexy live entertainment, not just for the gentlemen, but ladies love them too because they have everything the entire group would want for a great night on the town. They have four bars, two stages, seating full bottle service and a nightly dj who'll keep the party going all night so if you're looking for adult entertainment grandview live is the place you want to be and remember when you get there to let them know that real live sent you Hey folks, welcome back. You're still listening to Real Laughs right here on 104.1. I'm Mike Curley. He joined in virtual studio with James John, Ken Miller, and Miguel Cologne Jr. Miguel, what's up? Uh, have you made it over? I know we've been talking about our sponsor a lot lately. I have not got a chance to make it out there. I keep wanting to go out there and train. Have you made it over there yet? I haven't made it over yet, and that's a shame because everybody who goes over there tells me it's amazing. And that's what we're talking about. 12 Round Boxing located at 20 West Silver Springs Boulevard, Nocala. Open 365 days a year. Owner Joyce Nieves has a competitive program of self-defense, martial arts, as well as personal fitness. If you want to get into something, change your life, especially, you know, after COVID, after this big pandemic, some of us, we, 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 we've changed our lives. We worked out. The rest of us ate and watched Netflix. But if you're looking for something to do to add to your life, to add to your physical fitness, to help your self-esteem, or just a great hobby, check out 12 Round Boxing Gyms at 20 West Silver Springs Boulevard in Ocala and tell them Real Laugh sent you. 
And you know the funny thing about that? We actually had one of her uh, one of her students come onto the lowdown not too while back, and they don't just train like soccer moms who are looking to lose a couple of pounds. They're training like world champion boxers. Over yeah, there. junior uh, Olympians. Yeah, Faith. what Faith came Faith. in? Oh my yeah. gosh! This girl, as soon as she walked in, I think she's been fighting professionally since she was sixteen or something like that. I believe was it sixteen. I think Faith, 11. Is, Faith is 16, I think. Okay, Faith so she's 17. 17. She's been fighting since she was 11. Right. And her, she comes from family, like her dad boxes, her sisters are all fighters. And when this girl walked in, she didn't say a word. And I was like, she could take anyone in this studio right now. Like, yeah. she just had that look about her. And then she we saw walked, some clips. She walked in with a WBO belt. Like, a, yeah. legit, bro. She <laughs> came up to James and she was like, give me a sandwich. <laughs> I'm, not I'm not finished with give me your sandwich and james gave her the sandwich and she threw it on the floor she said i don't want your sandwich <laughs> that is exactly how it went well guys uh that brings us to actually a topic i want to talk about i i didn't get to stream it so i've been like living uh my life just off the youtube clips and everything else did any of you actually catch the logan paul floyd mayweather fight this past yes weekend? i did yes i did did you catch him miguel i know you said the link was messing up I, but i caught it later on man because like i caught it at, like three o'clock in the morning somebody sent me it i caught it at eight like 8 a.m. Monday, somebody sent me uh, a video of it that they had they had got recorded. Yeah. And they re and the best part is they recorded it from some Mexican house uh, in like Chihuahua. <laughs> so I, it's somebody like old school bootleg with them watching it, and then everybody behind <laughs> it, and all you keep hearing is "Coño." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, Mike. I, I watched it, man. I said I said I watched it after Miguel failed attempt to send us the link over I and I over had again. It, man. I, had and, it. Um, I, I don't even know if we're going to go to jail for saying this, but yes, I did bootleg and pirate the fight. So if you're coming after me, like I said, my name is Jersey, the Haitian sensation. So come get me. Um, you should this pay us thing. money for how many times we say it. I know, right? This this the thing, Mike. And and I saw Shay Clemens post this on his page. The new era of athlete, I don't believe care cares more about their legacy. Nope. The way older athletes do. Nope. I I I just don't believe that. Floyd Mayweather fought a YouTube star and made fifty million dollars. Fifty million dollars. And that kid, I think somebody said he made twenty. Million dollars. Yeah, I I can't see somebody like Rocky Marciano, Rocky Marciano, or Joe Lewis, or somebody like those boxers, man, Roberto Duran. I can't see those great boxers fighting a a YouTube star for the money because I felt like it would ruin their legacy. I could be wrong. Wait, wait, wait. Let, hold up. Let's just take a second. Back the truck up. Fifty million dollars is a lot of money, dog. Let's I be know, honest. I know. Let's but, be honest. Fifty million is four, fifty is million is, is a lot. But when it comes to sports like like boxing, boxing is like a legacy. Your legacy is important. But he's boxing. still he's still undefeated though. Yeah, he's still undefeated. But if Logan Paul would have smashed him, how nah, would you feel about I, him I then? Here's the thing, though. I think Floyd Mayweather is a sure bet, even at his age, even when him in retirement. He knew he was going to win. This kid's an unprofessional boxer who's fought people who aren't boxers. He knew he was going to win. If somebody said, Cam Miller, man, I want you to go against this open micer in a comedy contest. If you win, I give you $50 million. No, you get $50 you know, million dollars for showing up. Showing up. Hey, yeah, yeah. I think I'll, I'll give a damn about my legacy. Hey, yeah. Yo, <laughs> yo, tell tell Mark Viola I meet his ass. <laughs> <laughs> bang, bang! Shut, shut up. 
Bang, bang. Whatever line in Island and CVS Bonkers put that room in, I'm ready to, I'm ready to do it, yo. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's the thing, too, with the uh, Jake Paul and Logan Paul. Okay, their their whole personality just turns me off. Like, you know, yeah. they pop up everywhere. They annoy me and everything else. But they do make some valid points. And that's what irks me on Beyond Belief. Like, uh, Jake Paul's all into calling out these MMA fighters, you know, and everything else. And he brings up a good point. He's like, these guys are getting the biggest paydays of their career to fight me mm-hmm. in some, you know, not even a... Oh, not even a real bout, just yeah. exhibition. He's like, what is wrong with the system when these guys train, work their butts off for Dana White, move all the way up MMA, and they're only making like $3 million a fight or $5 million a fight, yet a washed up, what was his name, Ben Askin or whatever, yeah. right, can come over here, do one round with me, and get the biggest payday in his of career. His yeah. Even Floyd Mayweather came out and was saying down, they're like, why are you doing this? Why don't you get back in the ring if you're feeling it? He's like, let me tell you why. He's like, because I got my record right here, yeah. okay, undefeated. He's like, and if everything went right and everything was promoted perfectly, I could go in and I could get a fight and I could get like three point five million guarantee or five million guarantee. He's like, or I can go over here, do a couple of rounds with this guy, get fifty million dollars and million. very. Yeah. Very slim chance of walking away. Like, he probably didn't even have to shower after that match. Like, all the videos I've seen, <laughs> yeah. all the Mike, videos I've Mike, seen. Mike, he just left the ring after the fight. Like, yeah. that was, he did his interview. He did his interview. They didn't pick a winner. They ain't holding nobody's arm up. He yeah. walked out the ring. Y'all, Dude, his I car did. was running. His car was, bro, he, he, still had on, he was double parked. He, he still had on dress shoes. Like, yeah. no. <laughs> Yeah. James, it was, was like Pulp Fiction. He didn't even lace up. He had dress shoes on and dress socks. He got in the car. He got in the car, and he was like, "We still make the reservation." Yeah, <laughs> I don't think he put a. I don't think he put a mouthpiece. On. It was points where Logan Paul didn't even sit down. Like most no. bosses sit down. Like no. he stood up the whole time and like stretch. And even the announcer was like. He's not even sitting down. So even yeah. they, yeah. Like, Mike, I think what it is with the big payday is because cats like us want to see that. Yeah, A lot yeah. of people are going to pay because they want to see Logan Paul get his ass knocked out. Yeah, Some of us want to pay to see if Floyd Mayweather going to get knocked out. You know, we 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 paid big money to see. Well, I bootlegged it, but when Lo, was it Logan Paul that fought yeah. Nate Robinson? Yep. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and Nate got knocked out, and Nate Robinson walked away with like one to three million dollars. Yeah, you know what I mean? Joe, like, Joe Cinco got knocked out last night, bro. Yeah, let me yeah. tell you something, man. <laughs> let me tell you. Let me tell you something, bro. What made me laugh so hard when when Ocho put a lick on the dude and one announcer says, man, he just got hit by a football player that's an 82 in Madden. Yeah. Let me tell you something, bro. <laughs> wow. That's an 82 in Madden. You, you know how awful a player you are when your rating is 82? 82? Oh, man. Wow. Well, <laughs> let me say, there's been a lot of talk online about this and – do you guys honestly believe, like, a lot of people out there going, well, you got to give Logan Paul respect because he lasted eight rounds with perhaps the greatest fighter of all time. No. And And there's – and, Ken, I didn't catch the whole fight, obviously, but there was there was one video that's been playing today where it looks like Mayweather catches Paul. Paul mm-hmm. goes limp. Like, you just mm-hmm. see his arms – go, his guard's not up, and you yeah. can see – Little Mayweather just like wrap his arms around, look like he was home up for dropping. And I kind of feel like that was that part where when a fight's fixed 
and the boxers told, hey, don't knock this guy out to the sixth, and they accidentally go too hard in the second. And it looked like he was holding him up. He's like, no, you got to make it all eight rounds. Otherwise, I don't get that bonus. I'll tell you this, man. I don't think it's a fix as much as Mayweather's like, no, 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 no. This has got to look show. It's a show. I'm not going to knock you out because it's a show. I don't believe anyone told these cats this is when you drop or anything. It's just like it's a show. I need this right. to be a show. Maybe I get another show out of it. We get another 50 mil. Do this again. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, wh- I guess what I'm saying is, do you think, do you think, because right now, you know, fans of Logan Paul, Logan Paul is going around going, say what you want about me. I made a eight rounds with the best fighter of our generation or of all time. Do you think the eight rounds people saw last night would have been a different eight rounds if it was a title fight totally. actually under real to- officiating. Totally. Do you because think he would have lasted eight rounds with Mayweather in a real bout? No, 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 no because no. Uh, they were putting on a show. This was a show. This was a fun time show. Uh, but if this was, if the, I mean, here's the deal. We've watched fighters like Pacquiao almost lose early rounds to, to, to Mayweather. We've watched, if this was a real fight where things mattered, no, mm-hmm. Mayweather would have eaten him up. I do got a lot of respect, though, for Logan Paul for, for what he's doing because, man, people are like, oh, he's just a YouTuber. He's just a YouTuber. He's about sitting on close to, like, 50 million fights now. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, like good for him. It's like, when, it's like when people make fun of us. They're like, oh, you do cruise ship comedy. That, look, man, do whatever because there is no retirement for us, for entertainers. Nope. We make nope. our own retirement. So yeah. Logan Paul is capitalizing, and so is Jake, on their fame. Yeah. They're 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 doing yeah. the right thing. These guys, yeah. they're 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 building a following. And here's the deal: they made that much money because they were worth that much money. Because I mean, of all the people who bought the fight, of all the advertising and stuff, nobody took a loss on this. Everybody gained. So I I have a lot of respect for what they're doing. Yeah. And, and and fight wise, I'll tell you this: I think Logan Paul's a really good fighter. Not not. Bro, on the level I was of just fighting. about to say that. Yeah, I think he's somebody really who's fought. Three yeah. or what is five fights, maybe? Yeah, he's in great shape. He great looked shape. like Drago last night. He looks like, <laughs> he looked like, he looked like Drago. He's in great shape, Mike. This is why I knew the fight was full of it. It was sponsored by Cash App. First of all, it was sponsored. I, when I saw Cash App in the middle of the ring, I was like, yeah, this some BS. This yeah. is going to mm-hmm. be some BS yeah. right now. Cash App is the hood way to pay people. So you yeah. telling me Floyd Mayweather got paid a Cash App, which means if he got $50 million, he had to pay the 1% to get it the same day, <laughs> so he didn't get for $49 No, nah, he waited uh, the three. He waited the three days. days. Three business days. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. They should have each fighter sponsored by a different one. It's like Logan Paul come out there with Zell on his chest. Once it for all, we decide. But mm-hmm. I agree, Ken. I think, I think, man, hey, Logan Paul looks good. And, and I tell you this, I know there's a lot of dudes that he could whoop ass on. Hey. I, you know, world champion boxer? No. But no. a lot of dudes. A lot other of dudes. athletes from other sports. Yeah. They, 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 they can make boxers, money off yeah. of. He'll, yeah. He'll make money off because people will pay yeah. to watch it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If he boxing... If he pulls in, you know, and they're not beating each other down bad. No. If he could pull in mm-hmm. six fights a year at $5 million, the kids made $30 but, million. But the thing is, right. Logan Paul's rich already, brother. Yeah, yeah. he's doing great, man. Yeah, he's, he, he's yeah he, he makes money other ways. Yeah, Is he smart. the Japanese suicide guy? Is that yep. the... Okay. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let, yeah, let me ask you guys this: Do you think I can May- just beating that you- body up in the Suicide Force like it's a bag? Do you think Mayweather took this fight more or less seriously than when he went up against McGregor? Less serious. Less. Yeah. Serious. Because McGregor's a, McGregor's yeah. McGregor's a world class fighter. 
Yes. And, and, yeah, there's, a, and, there's, a, and there's a portion to Mayweather, no ma- even though he knew that they were fighting two different kinds of fights, Mayweather is not going to take a world-class fighter uh, for granted. No, you, right. can't t- you can't take I, I a agree. world-class fighter for granted. For granted. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because he didn't he knock he knocked McGregor a few times, right? Yeah, yeah, he worked he, him. He knocked him a few times. Yeah, yeah, but and to plus too, McGregor talked more junk yeah. than the Logan Paul. McGregor was all now. McGregor was talking yeah. junk the whole uh, leading up to the fight. You know, he was yeah. you know doing a little walk in, <laughs> like you know, what I mean, McGregor was talking junk. So Mayweather, I don't think the Logan Paul kid. He might have said some stuff, but he's, he's not. A, he, He's not he as got, cocky as McGregor. He got punched by he got punched by Mayweather at that weigh in. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. He took his hat. Mayweather bro chipped his tooth and gave him a black yeah. eye. Yeah, hey man, <laughs> hey, hey, that's what you got to do to get it interesting. Yeah. People are like I want to pay to watch it. Yeah. Uh, all right, guys. Well, we got to take a quick break here. Stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with more real laughs here on one hundred four point one. What up, everybody? It's James John from Real Laughs on 104.1. Now, we know how hard it was during the pandemic for people working and losing their job, especially if you worked in the hair and beauty industry. But right now, Rock Paper Scissors Salon is hiring in three Central Florida locations. Altamont, Lake Mary, and Oviedo. This place has set schedules, are open seven days a week, and they're also offering sign-on bonuses if you get hired now, up to $300. So if you have any skills or experience in management, you need to apply. If you're a hairstylist of all levels of experience, you need to apply. Blow-dry stylist, you need to apply. Receptionist, you need to do it right now. All you need to do to join the Rock, Paper, Scissors team is text 407-484-2911 to apply. Rock, Paper, Scissors Salon. When you get there, you tell them that Real Life sent you. Hey folks, welcome back. You're still listening to Real Laughs in studio tonight. I got Ken Miller, James John, Miguel Clone Jr. Of course, I'm Mike Hurley. Now, guys, I've, uh, you know, we've had a couple of holidays. I've had some personal stuff. I haven't been on the show with you guys for a while, but I have been back on the road doing comedy in different capacities, mostly shows and whatnot. I've been having a good time doing that. But uh, a couple of weeks ago, I had the chance to do something I haven't done since pre-COVID, and I don't think I'll ever do it again. I uh, I hosted an open mic. Oh, <laughs> I was there. Let me Man. let me tell you guys right now. I'm not gonna lie. I've made a fair amount of money during my comedy career hosting open mics or running showcases on the side. And there was a time in my life I really enjoyed it. And then there was a time in my life where I'm like, this is blood money. I'm doing this just to get paid. <laughs> blood money. And and after and after having not done it since before COVID and coming back and hosting an open mic, what I found is I will be happy as hell if I never freaking have to host an open mic ever again. I there's things I just don't want to do anymore in my comedy career. And that is on the list of them. And uh, Ken actually made it out. He was at the room I was running. And here's just some things that my mind had put out of uh, thought when I took this gig, because it paid pretty good to host an open mic. But as soon as I got there, it doesn't matter how many years it's been. 
It doesn't matter where the venue is. When you host an open mic, the same things are going to happen. You're going to have some guy you've never heard of or never met come up to you and be like, hey, I know I'm not on the list, but can I go earlier tonight? You're going to have some guy come up and be like, hey, I know it's only five minutes. Can I do 10? I'm working on this. You're going to have some guy walk up there with nothing prepared and just kind of be like, oh, what else do I want to talk about tonight? I just really I've lost all care for doing it. So I just wanted to see if it's just me or where you guys stand nowadays when it comes to something as hosting an hey. open mic comedy. Hurley, hey, I'm a hundred. I sat up there. I took my wife with me and we sat back there for about 35 minutes. And she said, let's go downstairs. <laughs> she, she couldn't she couldn't take them. We talked about this um, on Monday night, I think, with Jeff Kaufman about how comics now just don't come prepared they 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 sit up there and they just like you said they just they just rant and they rave and and he was saying some of them just do it for therapy and if that's fine if you want to do it for therapy that's fine then go start your open mic just just for therapy (laughs) don't don't get up there and think you you i I just want to let my problems out for the day no how Mm -hmm. sit down write you a structured set and work that set out. That's what open mics are traditionally for. You know, saying mm-hmm. so you even like can't go up tonight. And I was like, Mike, I ain't got nothing. I'm tired <laughs> of my. I'm tired of my set. I, I'm tired of doing my set at paid shows. And I'm like, I ain't got nothing, man. I, I didn't mm-hmm. want to get up there and be that guy. Like, well, so what? What are we talking about today, guys? You know what I mean? You know. So I, I get it, Mike. That's the, another reason I was like, I was done with the other bar. I just felt like I comedy. It's just not what it was 16 years ago where people were prepared to do stand up and do five minutes and and not complain because they got they went up 12 instead of four for they didn't get to do 20 minutes at an open mic because nobody gets to do 20 minutes at an open mic. Oh, bro, I felt bad. I felt so bad for you, bro. Because what time did you you get out of there? Because it starts at eight. Ah, yeah, it it was a long night, man. And and that's the other thing. You know, if you're going to do open mic, like I get that the venue wants it to run late. But at some point, set some limits. Be like, hey, we do 15, we do 20 comics. This this never ending open mic thing is just ridiculous. And Ken, you know what it was for me, man? I was three comics in when some guy I've never met, never heard of walks up. I give him the mic. Nice enough. He starts out. He's got a couple of good jokes. And then he's at like four minutes in and I flash the light and he looks over. He's like, oh, OK, I got the light. And then he starts up with these bits that are just in no way going to be less than a minute. Like he had spent the first four minutes doing new stuff he was working on. But then he went into like five minute prepared. Here's my five minute killer set. So at like five ten, I flash him again. But now he's doing that thing where. He's like intentionally turning his head yeah. to the left so he can't see the light. And I think these guys are used to uh, nice hosts because, like, I waited till he was like took a breath on a line and did that. All right, give it up one more time. And I like just totally come off. And afterwards, he's like, "Man, I was in the middle of the joke." I'm like, "You were already at six minutes, man. You yeah. were at six minutes. You knew at four you were done." And I'm like, more importantly, I don't know who the f you are. Who yeah, I don't cares? Care you. You're who cares? done. It's open mic. It's nobody there looking at you. It ain't star search. No, you got five minutes to work something yeah. out. And uh, part of what you're working out is, can I work it out in five minutes? Yeah. Like part of what you're working out at open mic, it's like, it's like, it's like speed chess. Part mm-hmm. of it is the time. Can I work yes. this in the time? I feel yes. like, like, like open being on an open mic and hosting it is like leading child soldiers into battle. Mm. Like it's just, you're not proud. You're not happy. <laughs> it's not gonna work out. Hey, this is what I got to work with, though. Yeah, 
You know, when I cover the stand up comedy classes, I tell people, I'm like, hey, uh, if you paid to take a stand up comedy class, I got no hate for you. If you yeah. thought that's the way to get into comedy, but I'm telling you, the way to really, if you want to move ahead with this, is go to every open mic you can, get on stage as much as you can, but also realize that that five minute on stage at an open mic is only a small part of what you should be doing at an open yeah. mic. You know, yeah. we used to have a rule when I was doing open mics, you would watch the full set of the guy before you, you'd watch the full set of the guy after you, just because it was like a courtesy thing. Yeah. But also watching the guy before you or girl before you gives you a chance to kind of feel the room and see what's hitting. Yeah. And watching the person after you gives you a chance to see, you know, how you did in comparison to this guy. Was it just you or is the room fire or what's going on? But more importantly, when you're at an open mic, watch other people. Network with other people, meet other people, learn from other people. And the thing that irks me the most, like in the back of my head with this guy, it wasn't a crowded room that night. It wasn't nah, packed out. It was comics bad. watching comics. So the one person in that room that probably could have helped this kid who was going over his time, not to sound cocky or awkward, but I'm the one guy in the room who can probably get you a guest spot on a show, who can yeah. probably give you time, who can recommend you for somewhere. And instead of just following the rules, which speaks volumes, when you see someone look at the light, give a nod and go, let me wrap it up. You wanted to run the light to do material that obviously you've already done places. Like I was the one person you should have been playing to in that room that I could help you out. So I don't know. I just... I just feel like my frustrations for certain things in life have gotten so thin and open mics are just something that I, I don't enjoy doing, man. I want to do shows. I enjoy doing shows. I go out, I do my time, even hosting nowadays. Like I love hosting, but I'm not going to lie. Uh, I'd rather be the feature on a show oh, than the host. Features, the feature's better than the host. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather be a best. guest spot than the host. Oh. I'd rather be a headline than the host. I'd love to go, okay, I got to the venue. Okay, someone else got them all warmed up. Okay, I can go on that stage, do my 30 minutes, get off. Now I can start drinking because all yeah. I got left to do is sell merch. That's when the you're best a host. part of the feature, man. When you're just eating that sandwich, drinking like, this is great. Yeah, I had to tell Dwayne that this past weekend. He was, I was like, the feature spot is the sweet spot. Everybody will tell you the host goes up, the guest spot goes up, and now the crowd is ready for you. Yeah. And you drop mm -hmm. your little little funky 20, 25 minutes. Well, in Dwayne's case, <laughs> eight, 18 minutes because he can't never oh. do 25. Um, oh wow! Oh, yeah, on yeah. front street. Okay. Yeah. Oh, oh, I tell him all the time, bro. I come off stage with the with the phone, like, hey man, mm -hmm. hey dog, I got to do extra seven minutes. I appreciate your support. Thank you for mm. your service. Mm. <laughs> Damn. Thank you for your service. Yeah. And, like, and you, I'm actually, go uh, I got a good weekend ahead of me. I'm at the Tampa Improv with Johnny Laquasto and Brad Williams this That's weekend, cool. Thursday through nice. Sunday. And it's cool because Johnny and Brad go back further than Brad and I do. So he's got Johnny featuring for him, but Johnny can't make it on Friday. So I get to feature on the Fridays out there at the Tampa Improv. But I I don't know, man. I'm just at that point where I, I, I don't know. I, I don't want to say I'm burnt out on certain aspects of comedy, but there's things in comedy that I used to love doing that if I never have to do again, I'm not going to cry a tear over it, you know? Damn. Yeah. What made you think what, – what – what happened or what do you think you're just tired of, though, like to make you get to that point? I think I'm just getting old, man. I think, ah, I think that's I'm, it. I'm grumpy old man. That's it. I, I, no. I think. Yeah, go I ahead. Just, I, I was just having a talk with uh, with another comic about this, about how sometimes on the drive to shows, 
Like, cause I, I did a show with uh, Taylor Boyd and there's a young comic there named Morgan Gallo. Oh, and she was good. talking about, yeah. And she was talking about how she wakes up in the morning. So excited to do comedy. And me and Devin were just talking about how sometimes when we're on the road, we're like, <sighs> like I got to drive to this other city, you know, like, and we get excited <laughs> when we get mm-hmm. on stage, but yeah. I was, and she was bringing up, she was like, I can't wait till I'm on the road. I was like, good. It's going to be fun. But there mm-hmm. are times when I'm on the road when I'm like, man, I can just sit in this hotel room, and watch law and order all day. All yeah. day. You know, like yeah. all day. All day. And yeah. I, I think another part of it is, you know, I've had a couple of shows coming out of COVID and stuff and, uh, you know what the basketball players, what's going on with them with like people throwing popcorn at them yeah. and people throwing water bottles. I kind of feel like it's there with comedy too, because it used to be, you know, that mob mentality. You went out, you saw a show, people were behaving, people were listening. I had a situation at Margaritaville a few weeks back where I kicked mm. people out of the show. I had a show this weekend where they were talking all through my feature set and like loudly during my feature said my feature asked them to keep it down and the host was like oh yeah they need to keep it down and i told the host straight up i'm like i swear to god man i don't have the patience for it tonight that's one table of people ruining a show for everybody else i'm like if they make a peep as soon as i get up there there's gonna be no comedy there's gonna be no back and forth it's just gonna be i'm gonna tell them to get the f out you know and i i feel like i'm just at my I just, <laughs> I just want to go out and do my job, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I agree, right. Mike. I, I, I've seen it lately, like you said, with the NBA, with the popcorn and the water throwing, and the, and then they, I, I've seen it at the movies. I took my daughter to the movies, and and people a year away from the movies, and you come back and you still haven't learned to shut the shut the hell up. Yeah, in the movie, you still haven't learned. It's been a year. Like mm-hmm. it's been a year. You still haven't learned to, to be quiet in the movies. And yeah, same with comedy, man. It's always somebody. Like I did Oviedo, and the lady wasn't heckling. She was just so drunk and having such a good time. I'd be like, yeah, so you know, two fairy. That's right. The two fairy. I do the two fairy to my kids. Oh shit. And I'm I just think, like, okay, cool. We get it. Yeah. We get it. I, You're having a good yeah. time, but I everybody think that's else the around same you. woman that was at my show Friday <laughs> night up in Lady Lake because she wasn't. She wasn't heckling. She was one of those people that felt bad. Like every time she got called out, she's like, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. But then right back into it on my features closing joke, he was doing a joke about like Aquatica, Sea Park or whatever. And the mill right before he goes for his punchline, she's like, I took my family there and we don't feel like we got our money's worth. And he's just like on stage going the rhythm of everything just got sucked out. And he did like the punchline, walked off and he waved and he was just kind of like, I hate that woman. I hate yeah. that woman with everything and, I have. And, and, and the venue, I keep telling people all the time, it's the venue. Throw these people out. Yeah. Oh, you, you got your money's worth. You yep. got, they, for most of it, they might have bought, like Oviedo, they bought a ticket. So you got mm-hmm. your money off of that. They, you have to buy a ticket. The lady mm-hmm. was wasted, bro. So mm-hmm. you got you got forty dollars in liquors in this bitch, yo. It's it's done. You got your money. What else? You trying to get an extra eight dollars to ruin the show for everybody yeah. else? Throw these people out. Well, guys, uh, we only got a minute or two left here. I want to make sure I get where you guys are at. I'm going to be at the Tampa Improv with Johnny LaQuasto and Brad Williams this Thursday through Sunday. Miguel, you got anything going up this weekend? Yeah, actually, but uh, it's a private show. I'm doing the call center. I think I've sent you all to the call center. I don't know if I sent you before, Ken. But uh, mm-hmm, me. Oh, no, you love the call center. <laughs> it's, it's fun. Crazy. It's, it's fun, it's, bro. It's a boiler room, Ken. It's Bro. a boiler room, man. It's churning and burning dudes who never at, wore suits at any until this day. The IRS is gonna break in that place and kick in the door. You know, <laughs> the yeah. So I'm doing them. I'm doing them this Friday. I love those guys. So I'm doing them yeah. Friday morning. 
Yep. What about you, James John? Any gigs this weekend, man? Yes, sir. Shout out to Casey and Spaz. I'm going to be in Fort Pierce at the Black Box Ooh. Theater. Yeah, nice. man. Nice little room. Yep. And uh, Mr. Ken Miller, you working or are you off this weekend? Man? What's I just on? picked up a gig, man, today. I was telling my wife, I ain't got nothing. And I just picked up a gig Thursday, but it's a private gig in Tampa. So, Mike, I might swing by to see you. But I told them this week, I'm going to be at the Lagoon this weekend with, my, right. with my wife getting my um, getting my tube. And Get I'm tubing this weekend. Get my Lagoon on. So, I'm going to do the private gig. And then we head over to Wesley Chapel for a little bit vacation as they called it oh very very cool all right folks well on behalf of the real laughs crew here myself mike early james john miguel cologne jr and ken miller thanks for tuning in be sure to stop by tomorrow night when ken miller will be in the big chair you guys have a great night thanks for tuning in If you're looking for adult entertainment, then why would you go anywhere else but Grandview Live? Grandview Live Gentlemen's Club is the elite adult club of Daytona Beach and Volusia County. They're located in the heart of Daytona in the Seabreeze Entertainment District. Now, they provide you guys with sexy live entertainment, not just for the gentlemen, but ladies love them too because they have everything the entire group would want for a great night on the town. They have four bars, two stages, VIP seating, full bottle service, and a nightly DJ who will keep the party going all night. So if you're looking for adult entertainment, Grandview Live is the place you want to be. And remember when you get there to let them know that Real Live sent you.